what? Recording. Oh, we're recording. Progress. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome to Homebrew Detritus uh, Special Edition, where it's the holidays, and naturally, people are uh, missing games. So, fell to me to come up with something for the next couple sessions. Um, as you'll notice, our two worst players are gone tonight. Uh, I'm right here. <laughs> yeah, so was Kevin. <laughs> Whoa. I will now fight this uh, out loud because I just listened to the Raiders of the Lark uh, episode where the trip to Florida was uh, told in, in full glory. And it was a Jeep Grand Cherokee that towed Terrence's broke down car and, uh, back from Chris's wedding because Mo, I got to go to Mo's wedding. That's right. Which happened at um, right across from SeaWorld. Just to, let make you, it. just to let you in on a little behind the scenes there, Kevin, that episode, only you have been able to listen to it and other people in our group. It's not it live. doesn't release for like months. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> nobody here knows what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, well, God. It really, it, doesn't it release on Patreon? I mean, you know. There's eight of That's those. That's a plug. That's a yeah. plug. There you go. Yeah. If you want to know what Kevin's talking about, uh, sign up for our Patreon. <laughs> Wait two months. <laughs> Should be up. I think there's like 19 episodes or something for up on Patreon. It keeps shrinking. Us. It's like 17 or 18. Yeah, well, you know, things happen. And that is what we are here for tonight because things have happened and I am running something new in that it's a game I basically designed for this purpose. So tonight we are playing Homebrew Detritus Presents Goblin Temps. That's right. Now, can I say uh, I came up with a game on a whim a couple weeks ago, and I gave you guys three things to remember. You've done a whole document of work that looks great, mm -hmm. and I feel like it, you kind of punched me in my nerd dick. I'm <laughs> sorry, this, I... is, this is how you invent a game. Ba -ba! All you need is some some uh, <laughs> background graphics and some illustrations, and you can publish this shit. I don't. Uh, it needs a little bit more. It needs like you know a, a how to play section and like a, a section for DMs on how to make foes. But, I mean, uh, I've seen one page things that were less informed than this that people were you know attempting to sell on smaller websites. I know you've put in it, some work. Take I, the compliment. I, I will take the compliment, but let you know that I probably want to polish it up a little bit before I put it anywhere like for public consumption. Mm -hmm. But tonight the public consumption is all vicarious. Everyone here gets to watch us try it out for the first time. So uh, without further ado, that was previous ado, let's introduce you to our players tonight. Tonight we have uh, Frakes, uh, yep. one of our standard homebrew Detroiters players, uh, as well as Kevin. Uh, we have Mahogany um, and Toker, our, our our core group, really, honestly. Like, those other two hangers-ons, worthless. We also have a special guest tonight, uh, you, other YouTuber, Sunny Girl, and a personal friend of ours. Who, Hello. What is your uh, what is your YouTube channel focusing on? Uh, uh, it's, like it's philosophy in, as of right now, like art, mostly anime at the moment. I have a video on, I recently had Halloween. Work. 
Well, on what? Anime. <laughs> I can see Frank's right. perking up already. Um, I have a I have a video I released on Halloween about um, Junji Ito's comic or manga. I don't know why I said comic. Junji Ito's manga. Um, Uzumaki and how it relates to Frigic Nietzsche's uh, idea of the eternal recurrence. Terrence did some voiceover work for it. It was really great. It was really fun. And I have another video coming up on New Year's um, about my favorite director and some work he's done and how it relates to the New Year. Um, I'm both holding back uh, for suspense and also because I haven't written the script yet. So <laughs> uh, that's coming out soon. Uh, but yeah, it's philosophy and art at the moment. Philosophy through art, not necessarily philosophy of art. Mm. So yeah, a lot of heady stuff for this yes. dark for this dark. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so not the hentai anime stuff that Freaks normally talks about. Like, no, like what is like the philosophy maybe. of tentacle porn? Mm. Uh, please. Hey, I'm not I'm not crossing off the list just yet. Helplessness. <laughs> it is the eroticism of helplessness. Ugh, that man. is the philosophy behind hentai porn. I disagree. To be I don't, I don't know what I don't know what thinker wrote about that one. I'll, I'll have to do some research, find some books on that one. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for joining us tonight as a for having me emergency substitute fill-in player. Um, so let's get started on character creation now. Goblin Temps. The premise is simple. Uh, you are all uh, goblins um, who are given a job to do by the Goblin King. Uh, on a temporary basis. <laughs> I know that's a really narrow pitch, but I think we can do a lot with it. I feel like I think we have it in us. Okay. Um, the game functions on uh, basically overcoming your sort of natural failings as a goblin. So everyone has four stats in goblin temps. Weak, clumsy, stupid, and gross. And the numeric value of that represents how much of that you have in it. So if you have a high week, you're not very strong, obviously, you know, symbol. All you, you have to roll over your stat to accomplish a goal, roll the stat to get a partial success under the stat fails. If you roll a two, it is a blunder. And if you roll a 12, it is a win. And that is basically the entire core mechanic of the game. So rolling 2d6s for this. Yes, you're rolling 2d6s. Damn it, I totally missed the most important part. <laughs> <laughs> Which dice to use? I got you. The dice part. <laughs> so um, let's uh, go ahead and, I guess, build some characters. Now, uh, I have a question. Sure. Uh, at character creation, you assign 87654. Eight, no, no, 8765. Uh, among okay. the four stats. Among the I see. Four I see. Stats. Yeah. So go ahead and give yourself <laughs> that uh, five and stupid. Do you eight? <laughs> no, I feel like five is your best stat, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, five is your yeah. best. Do you assign stats before you roll for your character archetype, or do you do that afterwards? I think we, that depends on how 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 big of a game of chicken you want to play. So, okay. So if you guys want to um, like roll your character archetype, uh, another part of the game that during character creation and then assign your stats you can and that is the kind of the, the chicken shit way um if you if you want to go balls to the wall you can randomly roll where your stat numbers go then randomly roll your character archetype that is like hard mode character creation so uh we can deal with easy mode if you like just to tr for this time out okay 
So well, yeah. I was gonna roll where my stats go. Now also roll in my hand. Randomly mm. rolling stats is a little hard for most people because you need a D twenty four to do it. <laughs> Why couldn't I just roll a D four and then there and then, and then say well, all right, this is for the best stat. Where does it go? You One, could do two, that three, also. Or four. Also, you can roll a d20 and a d5, a d5. So in case you roll a 20, then you'd know which one what number to put there. <laughs> but the point is, there's 20 permutations on those four numbers. 20, sorry, 24 permutations on those four numbers. So, you know, you can make a table, and I have, in case anyone said, decided they wanted to, but we'll come back on that later. Um, well, that's a Patreon wink. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who, who's starting this off? Because I've already rolled for my archetype and, and assigned my stats beforehand. Well, then I guess that'd be you, Mr. Jump in the Gun. <laughs> I, I'm trying to keep things moving. Um, I rolled an 11 on my 12. Okay. All right. And so I am a gritty goblin. All right. You ended up with a gritty goblin? One of the scrappy brawlers of the goblin world, rough and tumble with a deep love of exotic swear words. I was once told violence can't be the solution for everything, but I quickly kicked the ass of the motherfucker who fucking said it. <laughs> oh, thank you for interpret interpreting my cartoon uh, thingamabob. Growlixes, that's the word. Gra Growlixes, is that really the word? That's a $20,000 education I spent. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you're you're uh -huh. way too overqualified to be on this show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... If you're assigning your stats uh, based off your, like, if you pick your archetype first, that means your maximum um, low stat, that is, a four, becomes a four, and your maximum high stat in something becomes a nine. But so they don't ha necessarily have to be those things. <laughs> mine worked out perfect, and I want to okay. go ahead and say it in case somebody else also didn't. I picked my stats first. Okay. Oh, wow. I went gross as a five and then uh which is some of my best stat is gross my second best stat at a six is weak so i figured like he's gross and he's strong but he's clumsy and very stupid and then i rolled a d12 and what right. i got was a five you got the five and that is the um is perfect that? the gluttonous guy wow. you like to eat in fact you need it <laughs> Uh, the reason we started recording late today is because I had to get that double whopper and then I had to go poop. So, uh, while you may only derive true nourishment from goblin food, that doesn't stop you from trying to fill your yawning void with literally anything you can fit in your impressively large mouth. You're also outgoing and talkative, which helps when you're asking someone if they're going to eat that. So, my gross went a further one point down to four. And my stupid went a further one point up to nine. So I do have that that low and max. I went uh, my signature item. I went with the oversized soup ladle. Um, I feel like there's got to be a goblin term for the soup Nazi. And maybe I'm that guy, but like round um, and <laughs> unclean. And my special skill is I can eat anything. You can eat and digest anything as long as you can fit it in your mouth. It's weird, to be honest. <laughs> so I'm that guy. It All is right. weird to be honest. 
It is. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I I pushed out and I did the I rolled and then put my stats in there. Although what I rolled was kind of what I wanted anyway, so I would think I would have gone this way. Um, I rolled a one, so I'm a oh. gadget goblin. Um, I'm a goblin gearhead for life. I love tinkering with technology and constructing doodads. I may not be the best in the world, but 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 what's a few explosions in pursuit of uh, in pursuit of mechanical perfection? And so with that comes uh, minus one to stupid and a plus one to clumsy. So um, so I assign my stats that way. So right now my stupid is a four, my clumsy is a nine, my gross is a six, and my weak is a seven. So I'm kind of uh, the charismatic smart one. Although smart for a goblin is not very smart. <laughs> um, I went ahead and picked the power drill as my signature item. I don't, <laughs> I didn't really know which one was going to be better, but I'm hoping the power drill comes in handy. All right. Um, and then my special skill is called Goblin Rigged. Um, after an item breaks, you can make a stupid check to repair it. You can only use this ability once per item per session. Who's next? All right. I went with the super difficult way, and my stats rolled out with a weak of seven, a clumsy of six, a stupid of five, a gross of eight. And then my class is a garbage goblin. <laughs> you are you are a skilled worker from the deep garbage mines <laughs> and very adept at shimming through tunnels and digging your way out of the frequent trash cave-ins. Not super bright, but you are super but you are never uh, hard to read. Hold on. You Let me get my glasses. To, thank you. I'm an old man. <laughs> I was about uh, to blame Kevin on being a bad reader, and I'm looking at uh, the doc as Terrence fixes it. <laughs> uh, that's why I was uh, not super not super bright, but you never have you never heard a goblin marching or a working song you didn't remember. Minus one clumsy, plus one stupid. Uh, my signature item, I'm going with the mole gun. Special <laughs> skill. Down, down. You are so skilled at digging, you can make uh, short tunnels in unworked earth uh, or debris piles for emergency egress in under a minute. But tunnels built this rapidly don't last long, so use them quick. And last but not least. All right. So last but not least, I haven't done anything except for assign my um, my eight, seven, six, and five. Okay. So seven weak, six clumsy, eight stupid, and five gross. Oh, wow. And let's see which archetype I get. Seven, goth goblin. <laughs> you're creepy and you're kooky, mysterious and spooky. You love dark and morbid apparel and topics, pondering life's meaninglessness. Also, Diamond Gallus. For some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and that gives me minus one to my gross. So I'm four gross. And eight weak. Wow. Uh, my signature item is lots of occult jewelry. I think over the top hat and then yeah. my special skill 
is spooky affinity. Undead aren't immediately hostile to me, and I ignore special combat restrictions if I have to fight one. Interesting. And my name is... Your secret, your signature item should be uh, uh, Big Fake Jewelry. Yeah. Big fake Box, jewelry. This is the commercial Box. we made when we first started. <laughs> Absolutely. Big fake jewelry. Hey guys. Uh, my name is Blake. My mom, she told me about like these particular type of people out there that believe fashion is supposed to be like understated. Clean lines, precise stitching, uh, modest cuts. And, uh, like, when it comes to their jewelry, like, there's never anything too flashy. Only, like, perfect clarity and, uh, like, highest quality, like, matter to that particular type of person. But, like, for all the rest of us, yeah, she said that you should try try this stuff called Big Fake Jewelry. Like, whatever this stuff lacks for in class, it's, like, totally made up for by its size. Nothing is supposed to be like too big for this collection. Like they've got these super chunky fool's gold plated anklets. Uh, like they got toe rings that like spell things. I saw some that spelled out dude. Whoa. Uh, two chains is two chains. They got replicas by the two pack. Like four chains. Wow. Like, they have this, uh, this coating. It's like bling blitz. It makes sure that, like, your shine never stops, dude. So, like, yeah, big fake jewelry. You should, like, get you some. Or, like, at least that's what my mom said. Yeah. And my name, I had already decided, is Blizbang Bangarang. Okay. Oh, nice. oh a Skrillex like, fan, I, I say. I just like to wait and sound. <laughs> yeah. Catch me under the bridge dancing. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention my name. Uh, it's Downy Hole. <laughs> say that again. Downy Hole. Downy Hole. Or grinds. That'd be so good if that was your name before you rolled and you just happened to roll the trash goblin. Yeah, if, as you come up with your names, let me know. I gotta like I'll be tracking combats through three by five cards with your name on. So, okay. I actually came up with my name before I did anything else. Okay, what is it? It's a gristletooth blunder gob. Okay. <laughs> and my name is Prom Crinklebang. <laughs> So go back to bang, bang, uh, bang. what was your last? What was your surname, um, Frakes? Uh, Blundergob. Okay, Blundergob. You don't mind changing your name on Zoom, so we can remember that. <laughs> uh, what and was your name just... again? Sunny Girl. Uh, Prom Crinklebang. It's okay. I'm a scientist. Ooh. Or a gearhead, I guess. And how about you? Who am I missing? Toker? Toker? Me. So I just did a YouTube or a Google search for Goblin Soup. 
And uh, a recipe came up for uh, Harlan Quiston's completely keto goblin soup. So my name is Keto Green Fatback. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Keto Green Green Fatback. Makes you sound like a blues singer. (laughs) (laughs) Or NASCAR. All right. The next part of character creation is rolling for your um, gear. Now there are three gear tables, and you each roll on uh, each one once. Uh, goblins can hold. Most goblins can basically, for mechanical pers- purposes, can hold on to three gear items, three gear items at any given time. <clears throat> Whenever you use gear in a stressful or you know whatever situation, uh, your goblins things you're kind of reckless. Things break. They're not very well manufactured. You might lose them. Basically. Most gear in this game is single use, except for your signature item, which does not take up a slot. Oh, sweet! All right. So, uh, what? Whatever. Let's go back in, uh, I guess, reverse order. Uh, Brizbrain, Bangarang, let's do your. <laughs> let's do your gear. All right. So I rolled a seven for my bag lunch. All right. Which is orc rinds. Orc rinds. <laughs> uh, sounds disgusting. <laughs> um, let's see. I rolled a nine for my stuff and junk. One roller skate. <laughs> you know, good to get around in a pinch, I guess. And then I rolled a four for my goblin magicalness. X doll kit with extra painful needles. I think that suits. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Going backwards in time. That would be you, right, Tucker? Or who was that? Second last. Was that next to last? I think so. Oh. Um. All right. So I rolled. <laughs> I rolled on my bag lunch. And excitedly got flaming hot Mitos. <laughs> I don't know how long those are going to last around me. Uh, uh, on my stuff and junk, I got a nat 20. All right. For a sticky, stretchy hand that uh, never, never unsticks. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was about to roll on three here and see what we get. Eight. Eight. Hellhound puppy, not trained. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh prom crinkle bang so you let's do your gear i really wish i had used this die in a dnd game because i rolled a 20 on my bag lunch ah balut shake yeah i i just google what that was that's horrific that's disgusting <laughs> uh, balut yeah, yeah i did not know what it was <laughs> yeah it's gross no offense Unless you to like filipino it. listeners yeah. i'm just it's just Kind of grossed me out a little bit. No, no, it's a it's a rotting fetal du- fetal duck. Gross. No, I bought some for a friend of mine's mom who's Filipino. And when I went to the store to buy it, even the guy behind the counter was like, "And he's Filipino." He's like, "You eat this?" <laughs> I was like, "No, it's for somebody else." He's like, "I've never seen anybody eat it. Um, you sell them here." <laughs> for my stuff and junk, I rolled a nineteen. All right, which so is the kung fu instructions. One one finger death punch. Hell yeah. Um, and then for my, my goblin magicalness, I rolled also a 19. 
Oh, anti-gravity cool. bowling ball. Yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, <clears throat> let's see. That would be Downy Hole, which is next. Okay, on my bag lunch, I dig in and pull out a deluxe box of crayons. Half eaten. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> the, when I go and grab some uh, stuff and junk, I come out with an IKEA portable catapult. So that'll be, that'll only take a month and a half to put together. But once it's ready, oh, it's on like Donkey Kong. That's uh, why you let Prum put it together. And then uh, the goblin magicaliness. Um, I reach into the bag and pull out X-ray specs. So I'm already, I'm a, I'm a very moly looking goblin. I have like really small eyes put these giant glasses on. You rolled all the ones that I wanted. Like, <laughs> legit, you rolled all every single one that I wanted. I'm not even joking. Okay, Gristletooth, Blundergob, Blundergab, Blundergrab, whatever. It's written Blundergob. down. Blundergob. I know, to read it, he has to look... To read it, he has to look real close to your face. I mean, I don't know if he doesn't want to... I'm fucking farsighted. Give me a second. Had to do Lean this. back. <laughs> Lean back. All right. So uh, for the bag lunch, I rolled a seven as well. Um, got myself my own orc rinds. You can re-roll if you like, uh, since we're just trying the first. Yeah, the let's see what else I get. Uh, mm. Peanut butter, anchovy, and caper sandwich. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> the most I'm, normal thing on this whole list. Yeah. I'm Probably. just laughing because Surprisingly salty. I just uh-huh. read number 14, Hamdingers. Hamdingers. <laughs> what the fuck? You gotta say it right. There's an exclamation point there. Hamdingers. There it is. <laughs> uh, then for my stuff and junk, I got, um, what did I roll on that? Uh, I got a ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> Creepy. Just carrying that around. Uh, roll 13. Roll 13. And uh, for my goblin magicalness i got oh i thought the, the haunted ventriloquist w that'd be great um, <laughs> make instead, him take it he re-rolls how you pick it for him oh, no, the three okay and i got powdered hex toad or on street name croquet okay croquet yes. croquet <laughs> Check There's out, no our, that check out our live stream, Barbarians of the Ruined Earth, part two, to get that joke. <laughs> um, for my signature item, which I forgot to mention on character creation, I took brass knuckles instead of the baseball bat. Okay. Damn. It's easier to snort cocaine when your fingers are free. Um, and <laughs> hey, you mind uh, mentioning what your special skill was so I can go ahead and mention that mechanic? Uh, special skill... For the gritty goblin, as I scroll through, is uh, true gritty. Gritty goblins add one to their starting condition threshold. Now, your condition threshold, most goblins start with a three. Uh, in Gristletooth's case, he will be starting with four. That's how many conditions you can take uh, over the course of a, an encounter or an adventure or, or a session before you are 
knocked out, scared off, basically put out of the the scenario by some means. Your bag lunch item is a goblin food item, which means between encounters and and uh, important scenes, you can eat your bag lunch to uh, take away a condition that you have. Uh, your selectively, like which condition drops. Yeah. Um, the conditions here are basically they're ways to track how well you're doing in combat, but they're also storytelling prompts for the game purposes. Should I just read the, the little example I gave you? You think that would be get a little clearer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, it, it cleared it up for me. Okay, so let's uh, let's do an example. So you, a goblin, uh, Gristletooth, want to steal candy. Uh, from a, a small boy. So you engage the brat in an attempt to get the jump on him. An encounter will begin. You will roll 2d6 against your clumsy stack. Uh, if That's you to steal it, right? It, no, this is for the initiative. Ah. Uh, you're rolling 2d6 oh, against your clumsy stat. Uh, it, and if you succeed, roll over your clumsy stat, you go before uh, the foe in the encounter. If you roll uh, below it, then you go after the foe. We're just going with that pretty simple. And a lot of games use a very similar mechanic. It's just easy to track, and it just helps you. So you go for some uh, mild violence and attempt to overcome the child. You run up and shove the kid, rolling your weak stat. Go ahead and give it a roll. All right. Uh, My weak stat is four, because being gritty, I got a plus one to my weak stat. Uh, or minus one to my weak stat, rather. Uh, and I rolled a seven. All right. So, yeah, you succeed. Um, the child gets the condition bullied after you run up, shove him, push him down, take the candy for yourself. You and have- jack him in the face with my brass knuckles. Sure. Yeah. You beat the kid up. <laughs> you leave the kids. You keep the kids squalling. He's only got a con- uh, threshold, a condition threshold of one, being a small child. So you've basically defeated the encounter. It'll take the, lo- the child a long time to, uh, to recover. However, since every uh, threshold, or every condition is a storytelling prompt, the kid is sitting there wailing and crying, which means he may attract adults, which means you might want to act on that. Mm-hmm. Punch him again. Yeah, I punch him <laughs> until he stops crying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You- Very good. Wonderful acting. And that is the that is the simplest uh, combat kind of or encounter scenario that I came up with to explain how basically things go in this in this game. To do a thing, you roll against the uh, your stat, the associated stat. If you win, whatever gets a condition. If you lose, yada yada. Um, there are two kinds of rolls you'll be making. You'll be making rolls to do a thing, obviously, but you'll also sometimes be making rolls to react a thing. This is how you take conditions from encounters and foes. So, you know, someone throws, say, an M80 uh, in the trash can where you are hiding. And I tell you, uh-oh, you need to roll a uh, clumsy uh, check to get to get out of there. And you fail, then the, the firecracker goes off and you get uh, scorched. <laughs> and, you ch- and you put it down in one of your condition slots. Or For this game, I suggest just having a lot of scratch paper because you'll be gaining um, conditions and scratching them out fairly frequently. 
Yeah. And you said the the food item stores one between, um, or it takes one away between encounters. Yes, it does. Okay. And it's and a one use item, right? It is a one use item. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Goblins are not known for being long lived. Here for a good time, not a long time. Ah, true. Uh, Says the goth. <laughs> All right. So uh, another way, if you're, say, in the thick of uh, a combat, you can opt not to take a condition. And you can opt to not taking condition by raising the associated stat that you would say that you failed or uh, otherwise missed on by one. Oh, and how many times can you do that? You can do that uh, until you reach a 12. In that case, you're out of the, the game for the entire session. You're basically your character is out until they gain some sort of secondary aid or you drag in another goblin. <laughs> oh, you go to the goblin hospital. That's got to be a nightmare. It's called a graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dead yet. Ah, but you will be. Just stay here till it happens. <laughs> all right. And the lore of this game is, of course, um, you guys are all from Gobland, the, the sacred homeland of goblins, uh, ruled by the great uh, goblin king, uh, a creature of immense power that sometimes appears as a massive headed goblin in a crown and a tattered cape, but sometimes he appears as a sexy near human with uh, a massive schlong and very tight pants and big hair. He can he can appear as many things. <laughs> David Goblin. Bowie is a shapeshifter. Goblin, yes. Goblin exists in um, a magical underground area uh, under a place humans call Cleveland, Ohio. Rich. So hell. <laughs> Rich with garbage veins everywhere. <laughs> One day we'll murder the man known as True Carry. <laughs> the king of Cleveland. He is the king of Cleveland. <laughs> but I always like the uh, origin of goblins from 40K. They're just spores that uh, grow into mushrooms, that grow into. Uh, Snotlings, goblins, then orcs, then black orcs, or big orcs. Big orcs. You can't ever kill them because they, they always, all of them release spores and just wait until the population is low to repopulate. Each one you kill makes millions more. Yeah, well, you know, I, I I don't know if I trust you. I'm gonna wait till Henry Cavill tells me all about it on a TV show. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's just, it's just, orcs, you make the orcs seem like dandelions. Like, you, I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's close. It's not like a drama. It's like a uh, like a uh, like a Henry Cavill presents Warhammer 40k, and it's like the ki- the cabinet of curiosities who just walks out. This is a story. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about the evil crabgrass that is orcs. He, he's the new Jonathan Frakes, Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yeah. Never happened. All right. So, yeah, now that you got your characters built, let's get on with the adventure, shall we? Here's the hook, as it were. The Goblin King, grandest and greediest of goblin kind, has gotten you a gainful gig. Santa Claus is experiencing a labor shortage during the holiday crunch. 
Santa's workshop is under quarantine due to a very contagious case of Saskatchewan sneezing sickness affecting his elves. Needing to get his gift quota filled, he's reached out to other enchanted realms for help. That's where you come in. The many, the debased, the expendable, goblin temps. Now your contract states that you have to provide Santa with a large number of toys and gifts before December 25th. So he has, so he can fulfill his yearly gift-giving mission. The Goblin King, not wanting to use his own precious resources to build toy factories, has a slightly better idea. You're going to swipe the stuff. Now get on your gear. It's time to get to work, Goblin Temps. Uh, a rickety old car, uh, a Studebaker, heavily modified with other parts sca scavenged from um, around the various junkyards, makes its way down uh, a freezing cold interstate. Snow is whipping everywhere. The, the single, double, triple headlight at the front is occasionally flickering on and off from the bad wiring the vehicle has. There is a heat in the vehicle, of course, because there's a burn barrel in the back seat. Your team of goblin temps is heading for their mission. Well, we need to get there faster, so I paint the car red. <laughs> it's going to be all orc jokes with you, isn't it, tonight? <laughs> well, the, like as I said, orcs are just grown-up goblins. Not here. Not We're not doing that. I, I, I do. I do. I reject that law. I reject it. <laughs> <laughs> um, as your vehicle winds its way down the road, you can see numerous uh, human fire trucks and police cars uh, zooming past you, making weird, large fans of uh, muddy ice. Uh, that splash your vehicle as you go by. They're heading in the same direction you are. The goblin behind the wheel gives out uh, a slow chuckle. <laughs> Looks like it worked. Um, he reaches up to the console, pulls out the electric lighter. Uh, you see that it actually just has a big piece of flint jammed into the, the little thing and he begins striking it against the, uh, the rusted steel dashboard uh, until he gets a little fire lighter done while he continues to steer with his foot. He lights a cigar and he turns towards you. All right. Are you ready to hear the plan? You got that? You're ready for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. <laughs> he turns and just in time to avoid a deer standing out on the slushy road, uh, sending everyone careening left and right. He gets. He writes his sub. He says, <clears throat> the Goblin King told us that we'd be able to clear the place out if we just called in a bomb threat or two. We did have to blow up a semi, but you know, I think it was worth it for what we're about to get. <laughs> so we're, um, we're we're supposed to be working for this uh, Santa Claus, right? Oh yeah. Uh, there is a uniform requirement. I didn't he realize he was in Cleveland. Nah, he lives up north somewhere. Uh, Ontario, I think. Dakota? <laughs> <laughs> he points over his shoulder and says, there's a sack of uniforms required. 
I don't see any in black. It's going to be a problem. The darkest color you see here is a sort of a deep, a deep blue. Uh, it seems to be all surplus elf uniforms in in winter winter blue and white, green and red, uh, red and red and green, uh, green and green, red and red. Uh, most of it seems to be just smocks and aprons, but there is an, a, a variety of hats, uh, a Santa style hat, a few elf hats with plastic ears. Um, there is a hat that appears to be a traditional English pudding, just a big round brown thing uh, with a holly leaf jacket. <laughs> You're and already a, wearing a Santa hat. Just go with what you got on. <laughs> and a pair of fake antlers. He's like, I don't know what the deal is, but you know, the contract is the contract. Here's what the Goblin King told me to tell you. Once you get in there, you need to get gifts that aren't already packaged. Um, And it takes a second for you to like think to figure out what he means and um but it becomes very clear once he pulls up on a secluded road you can see the flashing red and blue lights in the distance across a massive empty parking lot with an even more massive building in the center of it here it is kids the target you see on the side of the building is the phrase, the words, Amazon <laughs> Fulfillment Center. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a Target. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a shopping mall. And then I remembered those don't exist anymore. <laughs> well, they're there. They're just mostly barren. <laughs> yeah. Or Chinese food. It's just Chinese food. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or a HBO series uh, uh, movie lot. That is true. We do have one of those. A mall with a fucking movie studio in it. Righteous Gemstones. <laughs> right, right. I forgot it's about that. Not on location. And why in the hell would you shoot a, a TV show here? But whatever. Because of tax budgets. I don't <laughs> Probably. Yeah, it's budgets. probably tax breaks. Well, no. They were looking for a true, desolate, and depressing place. <laughs> no, <laughs> just go to Columbia. Mall. Just go to Columbia. Yeah. It's all yeah, up there. They, they could have gone to Greenville for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That place is a nightmare. Um, Aiken. I've been. I'd rather go to Aiken than Greenville. Ooh. Greenville is just awful. I'd rather go to any of those places than Columbia. Our Columbia, South Carolina, sucks. It's hot. <laughs> it's hot. Yeah. It, it's That's like it. it's hilly. It's not even mountains. It's just hilly. Everything yeah. closes at make- nine. Which is on- yeah. It's, it's a college town, but everything closes at nine. Yeah. There's like 17 Waffle Houses. That's the only good thing about it. Mm-hmm. You can say, let's go to the good Waffle House. Perfect <laughs> <laughs> of the home. state. Your driver pulls up and pulls to a stop. He's like, there it is. All you got to do is get past that fence, across that parking lot, in that building, and fill this. He pulls out a huge, a very large, like, velvet... Um, red sack he's like the the santa claus man gave these out to to the boss and he said 
oh, once you're done, you do uh, you do the fulfillment through here. You put everything in the bag, and then you sing. Uh, he, he digs in round of his pocket, says, "A Christmas carol to completion," and it will transport the goods back to their, I guess, stocking area. I've got to say, I appreciate how you have our Christmas special episode. Not in the the North Pole or anything, but in an Amazon wish fulfillment. Amazon, 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 Amazon. I apologize. (laughs) Copyright. Um, Really encapsulating the true spirit of American Christmas. The most magical place in America, Cleveland, Ohio. You're here to rob it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just a true Clevelander. I put on. I reach into the the uniform bag and put on the reindeer antlers. Me went to Goblin College for this. Look at. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Just before you're all put out uh, out of the um, out of the rickety uh, car, he tells you, "I'm your getaway car now." If things go south, I'm getting out of here. I, you know, I don't know what to tell you guys, but you know, just trying to let things go south. <laughs> and with that, he shuts the door and cuts off the engine. But you can still see the cherry of the cigar he's smoking in the darkness, and the glow of the burn barrel in the back. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget the burn barrel. <laughs> gonna I'm come amazed. back and he's just gonna be dead from carbon monoxide. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Oh, goblins can't die. Oh, I'm, I'm amazed that that burn barrel didn't tip over when he uh, slalomed through the snowy slush. I guess he's bolted to the bottom of the floor. We super glued it in place. Oh, well, yeah, you got to bolt it to the floor. That way, whenever you want to get rid of the ashes, you just pull a lever at the bottom and they all fall <laughs> out the road off. behind you. <laughs> also a great way to get the cops off your tail. Yeah. <laughs> Dump the burn barrel. All right, so uh, anybody got uh, one of them things that uh, cut through metal? Or are we just climbing over this fence? Well, first, let me let me take a quick lap around the perimeter here. That's going to take a while. It is a, it is is a perimeter. There, I'm looking for unworked earth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to talk louder until you let me do the thing I want to do. I just wanted to finish what I was... If, <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, da- <laughs> Downey uh, decides to take the lead. He heads up to the perimeter fence and begins uh, looking along the edge of it. Um, eventually, after several minutes of you guys standing there out in the, in the, the dark and the cold, Downey, uh, Downey returns and lets you know that he found a place where there's enough uh, breakage in the asphalt on the other side. Where there, where where there would be a breach, right? All right, perfect. I found us a way in. You gotta stay. We gotta keep this grouping tight because this tunnel won't last long. But I can get us to the building. Uh, no, no, you can't. You can get them on the other side of the of the of the fence. Oh. 
It's <laughs> a good start. We remember now, Kevin has this headcanon that exists outside of the scope of any game that we play. I was I was I was reaching, hey, I was reaching for the stars. Uh, Kevin, I knew I at least could get under the fence. Imagine, I might imagine have made it easy. Imagine the building the size of three high school football stadiums in the center of a parking lot the size of nine high school football stadiums. <laughs> yeah, those wish fulfillment centers are enormous. And no and no police and overworked employees. Uh, they are all on one side near the main entrance. It looks like they have like hounds and sniffer dogs, but it looks like thanks to your your timing that everything seems to be wrapping up like they might have searched the place and are pulling getting ready to pull out all right because we called in bomb threats did you call in a bomb threats i thought it was their their christmas party and then i remembered this is a maison and they don't do that here. This yeah. is some low budget remake of Die Hard Franks. <laughs> Get your head out of the ass. <laughs> ah, I should have done a low budget remake of Die Hard. Damn, that would have been, been a been much great. better Christmas story. <laughs> All right, never mind. You need to go to this tower and have <laughs> yeah. this Christmas party. Christmas the Nagasumi Tower. Yeah, the, the Yakitori Tower. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I guess Rick and Morty is right. Given enough time, every civilization just rewrites Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Yakisobi Tower. Anyway, all right. We go under the fence after uh, Downey digs a hole. All right, Downey, you dig under. Um, the 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 ground here is cold, hard, and it takes a little bit longer than you expect, but you make it to the side. A short tunnel um, resides behind you as you pop up, but you guys, according to his work word to you know the to get through there as quickly as possible and you guys all explode onto the other side of the um the fence i don't want to explode <laughs> through, <laughs> through a small <laughs> shower, shower of dirt and asphalt <laughs> revealing <clears throat> the pretty large parking lot expanse there are a few cars here but a lot of them look utterly empty like they might have just been belonged to employees that left with uh, other employees or got on evacuation vehicles or or died on the sales floor. Mm, there's that. So uh, we they, start. They just start... take a, a push broom and push them up into the corner <laughs> and just keep working. They push them in the box crusher. Um, what dystopian nightmare do y'all live? In? Oh, <laughs> the, this oh. one. Uh, so yeah, we dart through cars and dodge uh, the long shanks and, and move forward. Okay. Um, eventually, as you're moving forward uh, across the long parking lot, you can hear um, footsteps as your goblin that aren't goblin sized begin ambling their way towards you. You see the wave of a flashlight as it begins to move over the territory, and you see what appears to be a human security guard. Uh, looking winded, looking tired, looking exhausted, and looking kind of pissed off in the, in the in the bad lighting of the the halogen lamps they have out here. Are we still on like like grass, or is it are we are we like on a pavement still? Or? You're on you're yeah you're like asphalt. Like this this asphalt. fulfillment center looks like it's been here for quite a while. So there's uh, cracks in the in the asphalt, but 
it gets a lot of traffic because they have to have a lot of people working here. Is there is it just the one guard right now? Uh, that's all you see offhand. I see. Um, um, can I try to roll my anti-gravity bowling ball at him? <laughs> yeah. try, to, try to hit him with it. All right. I don't know what this thing does. I, I assume like when you you when when you it activates and you touch it, you just start floating up. At least for a little bit. I assume that's how this works. Uh, I'll tell you how it works. Um, sure. Okay. So the anti-gravity bowling ball, you use it by gripping it through the holes, naturally, uh, taking aim at your target and attempting to bowl them over. Being anti-gravity, uh, it doesn't matter where in the sky they are. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Let's do that then. I'll, I'll try to do that. Okay. Can I ask a quick question? Um, world building wise uh, how big are we in regard to guard could two of us stand on each other's shoulders wear the guard outfit and escort us in to the uh the center just two goblins in a trench coat uh, yeah. <laughs> I would it say, take three uh it would depending on the goblins it will take or two five. or three there is actually an entire goblin archetype called goon goblin that are quite large <laughs> mm. I was hoping for that, but I didn't get it. Do the humans know about goblins in this world? Not normally. They okay. like. <laughs> All right. Basically, like, like just imagine like um, the boy and the beast. An well, anime film. I'm, I'm on theme tonight. Anime. I guess. Uh, trying to think of a, of a, of a good. Uh, I'm aiming for this game to be kind of cartoony. A little bit like, you know, slapstick, a little cartoony, whatever. So chances are they will try to rationalize you. People will try to rationalize you as something else until you just start getting extremely destructive. <laughs> I see. So, so we'll look like raccoons in elf costumes. <laughs> so what, what I'm picturing is, is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1. Yeah. The movie hey, Raphael, where Raphael, Raphael rolls over the rolls over the the, the taxi cab and the woman in the back seat goes, oh my God, what was that? And the guy goes, look like a turtle in a trench coat. And then he just <laughs> meanders on about his day. Like, yeah. you're going to LaGuardia, right? Completely <laughs> yeah. not close, yes. Uh, so that, um, can we fit in uh, the guard's outfit? Or is uh, that I'd not? say, yeah, two, two of you could make a, a shortish guard. And then we just put the glutton up top as the face, because it would look more like a human face, <laughs> and more like a rent-a-cop. You get the big I say, yeah, yeah, more <laughs> like a pig in particular. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm <laughs> showing my colors tonight. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to roll my bowling ball now, please. Okay, then I need you to make a clumsy check. Oh, that's not good. That's <laughs> not good. Okay, I got a nine in clumsy, so odds are not in my favor. That is an eleven. That's an eleven. <laughs> Yeah. Not a 12. Sweet odds. <laughs> All right. You have initiated with the guard. We are in an encounter. So um, let's see. From uh, whips up from behind a car, gra- pulls out her anti-gravity bowling ball and flings it across the parking lot. You see, got, you guys see it fly across the, uh, the parking lot. It whams into the goblin's back, bounces high into the sky and keeps going. Um, <laughs> the guard gets the condition bowled over. Let's do initiative. Do I keep my 11 or do I roll again? No, no. It, that, that was for a different thing. 
It was a surprise round. Now we all roll clumsy, right, for initiative? Yes, you roll clumsy. Uh, Um... Oh, sweet! That's a 10. Because of my class, I got to switch the score of my stupid and my clumsy, and I rolled over... We're trying to roll over, correct? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I rolled over my clumsy, so I go before the guard. What if I rolled a six and my clumsy is a six? What does that mean? Uh, That means, I guess, it's Simos. I haven't really decided that, but we're going to go with simultaneous then. Hmm. I rolled over my... I also rolled over my clumsy again. These dice are good tonight. Oh, okay. Now, if we're trying to give somebody a condition, is it meet or beat, or is it over? Uh, It's it's beat. 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 Okay. Uh, okay. I got an 11 over 6 for my clumsy. Oh, also, so we have three conditions, right? So, like, when we hit three, we're knocked out for a while, right? So, yeah. like, we have to, we have to meet our condition threshold, but we have to beat their condition threshold. No, you have to meet theirs too. Okay. okay. Uh, let's see. Humans okay. might have more of a condition threshold than goblins do. That's we true. don't know yet. Or less. Or less. They live, you know. Lobs, you know, up here on the ground with all the food. They hey, easy, <laughs> easy. It's Cleveland. <laughs> oh, <laughs> plus one condition box. <laughs> in, in my head, down in Gobland, we have healthcare. So we come up for like, Jesus Christ, this place is. <laughs> what is wrong with what a trash can. <laughs> you people live like this? <laughs> Yeah, uh, in Goblin. I know we say we come from garbage, but this is <laughs> this, actual garbage. This is a step too far. We see a homeless guy with a missing leg, and we're like, "What? Nobody put a hook in there for you? <laughs> <laughs> All you gotta do is nail a little piece of metal right here." Okay, uh, Blizzbane, what was, did you go first or after? Before or after? I was a uh, six and six same same. Okay, Simo, that's right. Simo. Uh, Downdy? Before or after? I am before. Not before. Keto? Uh, before. Before. Bristletooth? Before. before. Wow, okay. You're on the ball today. Prom? Uh, before. Oh, Jesus Christ. I rolled a 10 this time. I'm killing it tonight. Alright, who wants to go first then? Do we do we use our role to determine order? I I hadn't re- I really hadn't gone with that. I was gonna let you guys decide amongst yourself. No. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I'll go ahead and take this. I've can I can I give yet. everybody an extra thing for their turn? Let's get a little character description. Oh sure, yeah. Ooh, okay. yeah now we've had some time to, to play. You know, what do you think your dude looks like? All right. He's wearing an elf costume. It's well, not your turn. On your turn, <laughs> Kevin. What does your guy look like before he goes? Before he goes, he he is a very moldy looking goblin, uh, um, an even longer snout and very small beady eyes. That but he wears these giant glasses. <laughs> They're his X-ray specs. Um, so, and very, you know, very slim, has very long limbs for a goblin. All right, cool. Uh, what are you so, doing? Um, he's hiding down, like, in the shadow of a car as this guard comes out and gets uh, hit with the bowling ball. 
I'm gonna skirt between. I want to slash it like his ankles with my mole claws, and I want to kind of do a almost like cat bite. You know, just scurry at his legs while slicing with my mole claws, and go back into shadows real quick, trying to, you know, a quick leap slash thing. All right, Downey does a run by slash. uh, Give me a weakness check. Weakness check. I rolled a six, which is under a seven, so I fail. All right. Uh, the guard, after getting whacked in the back, sees you coming and basically kicks you out of the way before uh, before you can get your attack in. Who's next? I'll go, since right. there was a pause that I could fill with my voice. Okay. <laughs> so Gristletooth Blundergob looks a lot like uh, Marshal Reuben Rooster Cogburn from the movie True Grit, except short, green, and hideously ugly. Lee Marvin, basically. I was I was thinking Jeff Bridges, but oh, okay. But you know, goblinized. Sure. And so, um, if anybody hasn't seen that, he ha- he does have an eye patch. Uh, he does have a scraggly beard. It's not nearly as um, immaculate as okay. Jeff Bridges. Jeff in that motherfucking movie. Bridges. Uh, but on my turn, I'm going to charge up and um, wail on this guard with my brass knucks. Okay. And that's a weak check, right? That is a weakness check. Or a weak check, yes. Seven over four. All right. Uh, you run up. Uh, you, you slam into the guard's knee. He lets out a scream. Um, Just punch his kneecap. Kneecapped. (laughs) Somebody shut this guy up. Keto or Prum, whoever's next. Uh, You can go ahead. Okay. Um, (laughs) Keto Green Fatback is basically Danny DeVito, the penguin. Oh. (laughs) Uh, but instead of the long picky face, it's all smushed in. Um, and he attempted, he attempted to put on the the elf outfit, but it looks like a really thin bikini because it's all scrunched up under <laughs> under his uh, under his fat back. Gotcha. Um, and then to his left is uh, the hellhound puppy, who's the cutest thing in our whole group. Uh, just it's an adorable whatever and he calls a poop maker and he's like ah come on poop maker let's do this keto <laughs> and, and poop maker go running up to this guy and as he's running he pulls this you can hear a ping 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 as he's running you realize it's a giant ladle he's got over his back he pulls that giant ladle up with two hands and swipes it at this guard that's a weak check yeah <laughs> I needed a six. I got a four. Okay. <laughs> um, the guard sees the ladle coming and ducks out of the way. Uh, his eyes are bugging out. He's just just to- caught totally unaware by all this incredible weirdness that suddenly has appeared before him. From your go. Landed. <laughs> uh, so Prom, uh, I think she's very uh, short for a goblin and kind of like wiry and lanky. 
um, and um, just kind of frazzled all the time. She always muttered to herself, "Me had big dreams, but but goblin economy crashed. Now me doing what the fuck this is." <laughs> um, my my bowling ball is like gone, right? It is it is it is in the air. Yeah, it is right? it is heading towards space. Okay, um, <laughs> it's gonna bring down the ISS. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i'm not taking my i'm not not i'm not a uh, uh testament luck again um i just look at blizz bang and i'm like you next you got this i believe in you you got this <laughs> I, I just and i just sit back i just like pull back as far as i can in the back of the group and just sit in the shadow because i'm not not ready to fight this guy all right blizz bang you and the the guard go at this the same time but um I will let. What is your? Give me a. Give me a secondary clumsy check. To see if. See if you can actually beat him again. Like just see. Uh, this time get. it's a ten. All so. Right. Then you see what he's about to do, and that will give you a clue about what you want to do. It looks like he's going for his walking. Okay, so um, Blizz Bang Bangarang is uh, uh, another little kind of wiry goblin she looks like she robbed a hot topic because she did rob a hot topic um she also found a really dirty long black wig so she wears that with a dyed black what's that thing called brides wear them veil yes black dyed veil please tell me it's a bang wig it's just it is. No, bangs. no. She's got the. She's got the. She's got the like the uh, Aaliyah. No. She's got the Aaliyah with just like the long lock of hair covering one side of her face, nice. and occasionally uh, does the emo uh, flip. No, no. Just very long, long, straight, dirty black hair wig, <laughs> and um, lots of you know like big chunky boots and lots and lots of. Fake silver jewelry, mm. like it's got a wizards, yeah. <laughs> wizards and like dragons <laughs> and little daggers and stuff everywhere, chains everywhere. A wizard so, with a pendant with an eye and it's beard. Goth was perfect for you, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so she's gonna take those chains and try to whip the um, whip the walkie out of his hand. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, most of melee attack or, or attacks in this game that have to do with like strength are or, like are trying to wrestle something from somebody. But this looks like you're trying to make like a. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this, is, this falls closer to range. So if you're trying to like whip something out of somebody's hand, yeah, with your, with your excessive amount of jewelry, um, then we'll do. We'll go with a. We'll go with the clumsy check for the sweet <laughs> because that's my second. Lowest one, and I failed with a three. Okay, you try to whip the um, the 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 walkie out of his hands. Uh, it <laughs> it instead whips it out of the holster. He snatches onto it. He he depresses the button. Says, "I need backup over on the on the east on the east side of the building. I'm being attacked by uh, dwarves. Uh, little people. I mean, um, I didn't mean. Sorry, I don't mean to offend you. Uh, they've got." Stuff and they're hitting me. Ow! Ow! Okay. That's had a depressed sigh. <laughs> Fucked it up again. Uh, 
I just think every time you walk into a room, everyone calls out your surname. Bangerit. <laughs> all in all my lost boys. I I Hell appreciate yeah. that we are definitely in a fantasy world because the cop took the time to be uh, PC. He's a real cop. He also for his walkie-talkie. That's true. That is also true. And he does work at Amazon, so they are very PC conscious. That's true. That's true. You know, on paper. Oh, I I also I also forgot to mention. uh, Prom looks uh, like. Kate McKinnon from the Ghostbusters, the 2016 Ghostbusters film. <laughs> nice. Like that. Like she's just always stressed the fuck just, out. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So uh, the, the the everything's still up. So let's uh, roll again for initiative. Ah, every round. I like that. That's fun. I failed this time. Woohoo. I got a 10. Woohoo. It's clumsy, right? Yeah. I got a eight over a five. All right. And Keto, what'd you get? Four. So okay. I go after. Right. After. Seven over six. I go before. Bristletooth. Brown, what'd you get? Uh, five against the nine. So I go after. All right. After. Okay. So, um,. Out of Downey, Blizzbane, and Gristletooth, who wants to go first? I, I would oh. like to punch him again. Okay. <laughs> well, actually, if you're trying to punch him again, <laughs> that, that brings up the one of the more advanced uh, combat mechanics of the game. In this game, um, since we're trying to keep things uh, flowing and creative, uh, if you're trying to do the same thing twice in a row, you get a, a minus two penalty to the roll. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, okay. Just a word of warning about that beforehand. <laughs> now, is that is that on a failure to do so, or no, no, anytime you do it, yeah, anytime you roll, if you, I want to keep beating this guy, you're like, okay, and then you just you roll again with the minus two. Okay. Well, let's see what I can do. Uh, that is a six over four, which would be a four at four. Which okay. All right. So um, now that we're okay, this is this is a part where this is the part where we have this. We realize the game is incomplete because partial failures in combat. I had not decided. So for now, we're going to try. You can either give a advantage die to the next uh, the next player, or you can give a condition in exchange for condition. I will give an advantage die to the next player. All right, who's the next player? I will. Uh, <laughs> I will. Try to stomp his feet with my big clunky boots. All right, go ahead, make it. That's a weak check. Yeah, and I need advantage for that one. So you roll three d six and take, take the two. Take two. Nice. Yes. Come on, baby. All right, so that's a ten over eight. I succeed. All right, you stop him. Um, 
His toes are crushed. Uh, his toes are crushed and he falls down, uh, whacking his head on a rock, unconscious. Uh, you hear uh, voices calling out on the uh, the on the walkie on the walkie. <laughs> Say again, confirm. Uh, is there trouble? <laughs> there, uh, someone trying to desperately get a hold of him. Who has the lowest gross? I do. Try to um, fake his voice. I gross isn't that, is it? Yeah, gross is basically your interaction skill. I have I a don't... four gross. <laughs> so do I. Oh, mm. go ahead. You're a dude. Try to be the guy. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, wait, wait, but 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 who has the the better stupid? Like, like who's I have eight for stupid. Oh well, yeah, maybe I wouldn't have had that idea at all. They're... <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's fine. No, I just, yeah. we're all playing here. So uh, okay, so uh, I'll, I'll take his walkie-talkie. All right. And I'm already winded from the run over here. Okay. <laughs> so I just sound very winded. Uh, uh, it's just I ran too fast. And now it's like I'm seeing stuff. Forget what I just said. Uh. <laughs> roll your roll your gross. Some of that's acting. Some of that is he's really winded to the point where he might throw up. That would definitely be gross. Seven over four. All right. Uh, you 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 make your uh, your gambit, uh, and s- soon the uh, the walkie echoes back. Man, I told you about that. How many how many Mountain Dews have you had? You know your diabetes uh, is is gonna kill you one day if you keep doing this stuff. Where did I leave my Mountain Dews at? By the way, <laughs> son of a son of a bitch, <laughs> come back around to the uh, the station. It's Mountain Dews over there, you guys. You <laughs> <laughs> do like Mountain Dew. I love a Mountain Dew. <laughs> Come on, Bootmaker, let's get some Mountain Dews. Perfect opportunity for us to dress up like him and go steal his Mountain Dews. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just all sweaty. Where's my Mountain Dews? All right. So maybe maybe we should just take his face. If you've lost (laughs) here. This cartoon got dark. I was thinking of like, like, like we can have Bernie's this guy, but I mean, hey, that's. No. Uh, Yeah. If you've lost gear, you can take some of his gear, which is a flashlight, a taser, some pepper spray. Hold the taser. Hold the taser. Hold the taser. I mean, are you the one with the gear slots? Uh, Yeah. I, I use the bowling ball. All right, we'll take what you're taking. Taser, let's go. All right, add it to your list. <laughs> How big is this flashlight? Is it a it's baseball a bat size? It's a mag light. So um, basically, for us, a baseball size. Can they can they can they trade items out if they want? Yeah, to? you can throw an item away to get a different item. I will. Yeah, drop but you have to them. throw an item away. There's no way I'm cool with that. And you can't throw your signature away, right? That's stuck with you. Yeah. You, you, it doesn't take up a slot, so you can't really. I see. Yeah. What is the effect of croquet? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> croquet. Uh, you can see the future. Croquet automatically lets you act before and after a foe in a in a combat. For and I have to take it before I. Yeah, for, for right before the combat. Oh no! If you can take it during the first round of combat, it will last the rest of the combat. Ah, oh. <laughs> is there is there a drawback? Like, do you get weakened later? 
<laughs> no, it's cocaine. Oh, There's okay. no problem with that. It's perfectly harmless cocaine. <laughs> and, <laughs> harmless especially cocaine. to a goblin's, you That's know, garbage digestive <laughs> system. Okay. Feeling so, good for the first time in your life is definitely not addictive. <laughs> <laughs> so while you decide that, let's take a quick break for drinks and more and bath. Well, it'll be a week-long break for our viewers, so we appreciate you turning into part one of Terrence's homebrew game. We'll see you next goblin week for the conclusion. It's goblin tips. It's called goblin tips. Goblin, goblin tips. Hey, if you're done with your PDF, it'll be below. And if it's not there, then well, Terrence got real lazy over Christmas like the rest of us. <laughs> if it's not there, wait longer. Yeah, come back yeah. in a month. Uh, the the the. The, the trial the trial version will go to Patreon first for a week or two and then oh, okay well, there we go There's and we'll just we'll only let the Patreon fans down for a month not everyone <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy sell it <laughs> links below <laughs> I hate you guys.